This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic from Bloomberg Radio. A little over a month ago, I checked in with this incredible roundtable of senior executives from a broad swath of industries to talk about how work continues to shift because of the pandemic. And among them was Jennifer Weber. She's Senior Vice President and Chief Human Resources Officer at Archer Daniels Midland. As you know, ADM, an integral part of the global food chain, so they were crucial during the pandemic. One of the world's largest processors of agricultural commodities, founded over 100 years ago, and like many companies, taking a hard look at how we work through the pandemic and making shifts to reflect that So let's bring in Jennifer, who joins us on the phone from Chicago. Jennifer, it is so great to have you back with us. How are you? I am doing well, Carol. It's nice to be back. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Your your contributions and your story uh, during that panel really resonated with me. You know, you actually had started at the company during the pandemic, correct? I did. I started in September of 2020, right right in the thick of it and, and in the heat of the pandemic. So talk to us about, you know, you came in and all of a sudden you guys were dealing with so much and, you know, issues that I think as employers, we didn't necessarily think a lot about potentially um, in terms of our employee base, but all of a sudden we had to, and we were talking about them uh, out in the open, whether it was mental wellness or juggling families and juggling work, uh, hybrid work. Tell us about the lessons that you guys have learned at ADM and things that are staying with you when it comes to how we work. Sure, absolutely. Well, I think I think that um, a, a couple of things. One thing is just from a from a background or a context standpoint at ADM, we have roughly forty thousand employees, and half of them, and they're this, we're very global, so twenty three percent are are in the United States. Um, and half of our workforce works in our manufacturing facilities. And so given the, the nature of the role that we play in the global food supply chain, we had a high percentage of our colleagues around the globe that um, needed to be in day in and day out. And, so, and then the balance of our employees are either, either in office settings or lab settings. We have in, innovation centers around the world. Uh, so, so throughout the pandemic, our, our, uh, our colleagues uh, kept that vital role we play in the global food supply chain moving along uh, at quite a bit of strain, right? Because as you mm-hmm. might imagine, we had um, a number of people who had to go out in quarantine. We monitored and tracked those things very, very closely. And, and I think we learned a lot about ourselves. So, so to your first question, w- what are some of the things that we've learned through this? Um, so one thing is, we I think we gained a lot of confidence as an organization on our ability to deliver on our commitments, deliver on our commitments to customers, uh, to our producers, to uh, our shareholders, um, and really make uh, adjustments. We had to make significant adjustments to the way we conducted our work, um, uh, particularly across our office settings, uh, and we had to do it in a way that we didn't miss a beat in terms of delivering. I think the other thing that we learned is there was a, a very healthy um, individual by individual, person by person, family by family reassessment of values, right? Mm-hmm. And I would say uh, a discussion about these things more openly. Um, I think for some people, there were deep personal impacts that were felt as a result of COVID. Right. Um, and it placed great strain on their mental health and well being. Um, uh, and then, you know, we had, we had some colleagues who said, boy, has this been refreshing to 
reconnect with, with family, uh, hunker down with family, shelter in place, and, um, and, and do so together through, a, a, through a, an incredible period of uncertainty. And so, you know, and then I, and then I would say we, we as an employer stepped back from this and said, boy, you look at this time, it's been extremely isolating. Um, we've, had, uh, we've had parents of young children who have had to balance the demands of um, work commitments along with, you know, young children in the home who sometimes their school has mm -hmm. been interrupted. Right. So, you know, so we, we, we stepped back from all this and said, okay, as we think about um, the ecosystem of support we provide to our colleagues, how is this changing our thinking, right? Right. And and um, and it's I think it's changed us in indelible and profound ways and, 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 and in many permanent ways that's been a healthy reset for many, many companies. I want to get back to our guest, Jennifer Weber, still with us, Senior Vice President and Chief Human Resources Officer at Archer Daniels Midland, still with us on the phone in Chicago. Hey, Jennifer, we're talking about work shifting and the impact the pandemic has had uh, on how we work and maybe what stays with us. One of the things that came up during the panel that we did was blue collar versus white collar. You have a lot of workers who are in manufacturing facilities who couldn't do their job at right. home. How do we need to think about how we change policies, work policies? Because I see companies struggling with, well, unless we can do it for all, we can't do it for some. Because you're going to have people saying, well, why does this person get to work home when I'm not able to? How do you manage that? Yeah, you know, that's a, it's a really tough one, uh, Carol. I'll tell you what, um, we, we have discussions about this quite a bit, and it's, and it's important that we do so, right? Because we, uh, well, one thing, one thing I, I, I will say is we, we call our employees colleagues for a reason, and that means that we are all colleagues, whether you're in a manufacturing facility, you're in an office setting, you're in an innovation lab, you're a, you know, you're a, you're a PhD in food science, or you are critical um, in one of our milling operations, uh, we are all co colleagues with each other and, and, and in this together. I think what I think what we what we stepped back and, and had to do is recognize that um, this that COVID um, was creating a high degree of uncertainty for all of us, um, and the needs varied, and how we meet the needs of our different colleagues varies depending upon where you sit in the organization. And so, you know, so we, th there, were, there were many times when we would pause and say, okay, given what we know now, what do we need to adapt to more directly support our manufacturing colleagues, to more mm -hmm. directly support some of our office colleagues? And so just to, just to give you some, some examples of that, you know, we, you know, throughout the course of this, our focus has been on keeping our colleagues safe and healthy, and that's both physically and mentally. And so one of the one of the challenges in our manufacturing environments is um, is communications and the ability you know it's not somebody sitting behind a computer where we can reach them with a lot of educational resources and hey here are you know EAP services that you're eligible for it's just that's not that's not their day to day life and so we needed to come up with other ways to make sure that we were arming our our leadership teams within our operations, that we were reaching our hourly colleagues to make sure that they had the information that they needed to know how to access various resources uh, to help them manage through this very, very uncertain time. So that would be one example. Um, as it relates to um, other things that can be done, I would say with continued advances in um, 
manufacturing technologies, mm-hmm. um, but also um, just different ways of thinking about the scheduling of work, um, uh, so that uh, um, that we're that that in our in our um, goal of of you know delivering on you know delivering on the the commitments to our customers that we that we manage work in a way we schedule work in a way and we structure it in a way that allows people to you know to manage their work and life and so mm. you know we have had to take a step back in some of our manufacturing facilities and say you know okay how what do we do now and how do we help support these plant managers and maybe thinking about new and different ways of of scheduling and the way work can get done. So I think there's going to continue to be more and more pressure on on doing that mm-hmm. um, to follow through on a commitment that we have again, and that's keeping everybody healthy and safe um, physically it's, and mentally. It sounds tricky. I, I, I got to say, and I was thinking about your job. I think this came up too that I had mentioned that. We saw it after the crisis where the CFO position <laughs> really changed because they had to figure out how to keep companies financially alive in, you know, markets that had just, you know, seized up. And during the pandemic, you know, HR wasn't just about, wait, I got to change my filing or, you know, it became crucial to, to getting companies through it. How has that job changed forever? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, um, I would say that uh w- one of the ways is uh in you know the the investment in the development of our people leaders uh that's always been a, that's always been a really important focus but i think this pandemic has placed additional strain and pressure on the role of the people leader to um to understand to know how to be empathetic and to meet colleagues where they are given what they are going through, given the way in which they are internalizing this. And so I think that um, the role of HR in advising and coaching leaders and making sure that there are approaches to development in place that, um, that, that, that make sure that leaders understand how important that is, um, that's taken on, I think, a new significance and meaning. I would say, you know, the, 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 from an HR standpoint, even the strategy around how do we make sure that this, um, I would say, convergence of both physical and mental health right. is something that we pay um, far closer attention to. You know, in the past, um, it may have been enough to say, are we offering the right benefits? Right. Um, are people, you know, uh, are people uh, taking care of themselves? Um, uh, do they are benefits competitive? Right but now, with with kind of emotional, mental health and well-being, and the role that we know that plays in the in the way in which people are feeling about their work and life, it's, right. it's critically important. And what's what makes it tricky in in the the paradigm of success that right. many organizations are 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 premised on, right. where it's you know stiff upper lip, carry on. You know um, uh, that right. that becomes and 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 in right. doing so, you will get more responsibility. You'll get promoted. Right. 
we have this paradigm of success that many organizations are founded on, and yeah. it, that's breaking down a bit, right? Because we need Definitely. people to be willing to have these tough conversations. Right. Hey, Jennifer, I'm struggling. Yeah. I have to jump in just very quickly, sure, 20 seconds. I, there's a headline that just said the FDA is set to approve a third dose for immunocompromised uh, tomorrow. That's coming from NBC. Very quickly, 20 seconds, 25. Are sure, you concerned a little related, bit? Too. Are you yeah. concerned a little bit about another wave? Just quickly. Yes. Yes, we are. Okay. You were quickly. <laughs> um, please come back. I would love to check in with you again, especially since I know there's a lot going on, certainly in your area. Jennifer Weber, thank you so much. Senior VP, Chief Human Resources Officer at Archer Daniels Midland, a giant, of course, in the food supply chain uh, on the phone from Chicago.